0: Hi, I'm Logan Rice, and I'm Andrew Hargett, and you joined us on To the Choir Master, a podcast examining our heart posture and musical worship. And
1: like me on drive
0: on me All
1: right, well, in case you didn't see the episode title, and this is just on autoplay, uh, this is actually going to be a recap of season two.
0: Yeah, yeah, we... Uh, we're 46 Tuesday episodes in, this being the 47th, but Andrew, we were counting before, 72 total episodes yeah. um, so far, so thanks for sticking with us so far, and uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to put a wrap, but put a bow on season two and uh, take a break for the summer of 2021 and uh, go in ready to go for season three.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we're total at yeah 72 episodes, like you mentioned, which is, uh, another arbitrary number. We stopped season one at a random kind of arbitrary number. So yep. why not keep that train rolling? But we did make it past a year on, uh, on podcasting. So I think our first, first episode of season one came out, uh, back in, or the trailer came out April 5th, 2020. Uh, first episode came out April 14th. And so we are made it past that date. And, uh, Hopefully the first year of many, and uh, yeah, seventy-two episodes in a year. That's uh, that's I don't know. I feel like that's been quite an accomplishment considering we do this on the side at like six a.m. and eleven p.m. So,
0: yeah, this is very much not our job. Um, but I think it just I don't know. I love it. I know you love it, and it makes it makes the six a.m. call times or the uh, you know eleven thirty p.m. editing times it makes a little. Uh, it makes it all worth it when when we, I think we love what we do. So, um, yeah, let's let's kind of take a quick dive into a recap of what season two had, some of our favorite parts, some of our learnings, and then uh, maybe just like a life update of where we're at. Uh, I'm a big fan of what are we reading, what are we watching, what are we listening to, and then uh, we can kind of give a look at season three. So, um, Andrew, sure. what was your favorite episode of season two Um, and by episode let's let's do um, what's your favorite like Tuesday song related episode sure
1: yeah Um, I think my favorite song that we've looked at uh, was probably Highlands that was actually pretty recent That was just a couple weeks ago it's because Um, I wasn't
0: on it wasn't it that's right yeah yeah yeah. it was because Zach was there
1: yeah well I really the uh, the thing for me with like that song and and some of these other songs is I'm really starting to like the songs that invite you to to look at something way deeper than just like here's the lyrics, go find, you know these are you know all quoted directly out of this. That that song is like bringing in like these very biblical metaphors but there's like a an invitation where you've got to sit and and think about it some more and I know that doesn't necessarily translate super well to corporate worship on Sunday mornings all the time but just from a uh, you know, us diving into a song and and like being like, you have these more of these aha moments where you're like, mm. oh, like this is what this metaphor is doing in the song, and I feel like in some ways that kind of sharpens us to do that with scripture because it's just it was kind of like a easy version of what some of the biblical authors are doing where they're inviting you that same thing of these massive metaphors that are spanning the entire Bible that are that are you know built up and then picked up again later, so. Yeah, uh, that's why I just felt like that song does that really, really well. There's a couple others that do as well. But that one in particular had that throughout the entire song.
0: Yeah, no. And I enjoyed I enjoyed listening to that episode um, after hearing the finished product because that, that song, that song and a couple others like it. Um, Seasons would be another one. Our, our songs are just in a different, just a completely different style, different writing style, different imitation, yeah. different call to action um, and it's really refreshing to hear songs like that. So, so I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, how about you? So I think for me, the, the love of God was probably my, my favorite one. I, I I love that hymn. Um, I, I've loved that hymn for a while and we're like, oh, well, let's just do it. I love the hymn. It seems pretty biblically sound and let's just yeah. kind of do a, take a look at it. Um, and this was one of the ones where one of the few times where we were able to kind of write the script um together in person rather than mm-hmm. than virtually or you know over a Google Doc. And I just remember being like, Oh, that's pretty good. And then we both were kind of just doing our own individual research and we're like, Hey, so have you gotten to the point where and we're like, Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. this song gets crazy. Um it's but got a I just backstory. I just really love how we found uh more about that hymn than than I ever would have known had we not done this um but also just I think the angle that we took with that was really refreshing um it at least to my own heart of that truth being found even if um you know maybe all the lyrics weren't necessarily derived um necessarily from direct scripture I mean you had a a Jewish poem that was that was basically verse three. Um, and there's some background history there, but just the the, looking at how even truth about God is, is inevitable and, and looking at how, um, I can come from a myriad of sources still glorify him and, and, and us not panic when we hit a, hit maybe a speed bump in the, uh, and necessarily how the song was written. So I, I, I don't know, just go listen to that episode. I really, I really loved, um, how we did that one, I still love that hymn, and and just the imagery of that of that hymn is fantastic as well. So um, that was a really fun one to do.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of a a pressing issue right now with scripture because now some of the scholarly work of people that are you know New Testament, Old Testament scholars, but are not Christians, which is yeah. wild to me. But the the some of that scholarly work right now is coming out and trying to say, oh look, you know. This proverb was being passed around by some other civilization before it was in the Bible, and so now what do you do with that? And and uh, so I think looking at at how that flows for songs is kind of again just an introduction into seeing why why it is possible, and um, actually a good thing that you know the the scriptures even themselves are are being compiled from truth about God. So yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely an interesting, uh, dive in with that episode. So yeah. What about with, uh, with, with, uh, grace notes, uh, where do you have any favorite grace notes or things that you would highly recommend people go listen to?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I was pretty stoked with, with the guests that we had for this season. Um, I really loved, um, the folks that we were able to have on the podcast, um, Lee McDermott, that was a fantastic episode. Jesse Roberts, Support Bishop Hooper, um, you know my wife, was all you know all yeah. good people. That one has to be your favorite. <laughs> so i I will, for the sake of of easiness, I guess, um, avoid any that had the guests because all of those were fantastic, and I don't know if I could choose one. So um, I'll just take the easy way out for me of not having to do that. Uh, I really loved our look at. Um, if secular music has a place on Sunday morning, yeah. um, you and I did that right, I think it was actually on Thanksgiving Day, um, and and it was right before the Christmas season. And that's something that, that you and I have always uh, talked about, I guess, but never really truly taken a deep dive. Um, and up into that point of recording that podcast, I feel like our answers of whether we should or shouldn't do um, secular music on Sunday were all preference based, and so to be able to have a scriptural look at that topic, um, I feel like we just—I feel like we did a good job with that, at least in my heart, of of looking at it from all angles, uh, explaining the pros and the cons of both, and really looking at how uh, it's not necessarily a, a preference—at least—at least for our convictions, it's not a preference more than is you know kind of a biblical. There's biblical outlines for why you, um, you know, we came to the clues that you shouldn't. So there's biblical reasons for that. Um, And I think I I like looking at topics where we go, um, is there a place for, or why should we, or why shouldn't we, or should we? And just kind of looking at questions that get asked a lot um, and actually being able to have the time to sit down and look at them through a scriptural lens and and talk about them is really fun. And I, I really enjoyed that one.
1: Yeah, I, I agree our all of our guests that we had uh, for this season were, were really really good and so I think that's part of the hope for season three is that taking a short break will allow us to start to line up some some more great guests uh, yeah. that give a lot of insight and it, yeah same for me it's it's hard to it's hard to pick um, a best one uh, one of the ones that was maybe uh, has been more convicting to me just from a uh, standpoint where the guest said something and then I've been I've been seeing that elsewhere like at the gospel coalition conference we went to even um, it was with uh, Jesse from poor Bishop Hooper where he talked about he's like oh yeah you, you know there are worship leaders that don't ever worship in their home they only ever worship on stage mm. and that to me was really convicting um, especially when at the gospel Coalition we looked at this cycle of worship where our personal worship life uh, ought to Um, make it such that our corporate worship life is not hypocritical and it's genuine. And then our corporate worship life ought to feed into our personal worship life. And I think the same is true with, you know, reading Scripture or praying or uh, discipling, all of those things. It was just kind of helpful for me to see how much our personal worship or prayer or discipleship life and our corporate one ought to be this cyclical thing that's working together. And so that's been something, a theme that's been kind of helpful to me throughout um, my favorite one to research and and put some work into was the grace note on why I can't keep my resolutions and mm. just how that's a worship problem and all. So that one that was more probably the one I spent the most time preparing and all for. So that one uh, was actually a pretty pretty cool thing to deep dive into. But um, yeah, lots of lots of really good grace notes. Hopefully that'll be something we can continue into season three.
0: Yeah, yeah. Piggybacking off of the worship in the home, the the, the one that Rebecca and I did together was really fun um to kind of look at that and look at what does worship in the home look like why do we believe that something's necessary um i really enjoyed that and then i think probably the one that took me the most by surprise where i was just like i where i personally have gone back and listened to this episode probably four or five times was the grace note with evan shout out to evan's the star um Mm -hmm. that that one was just a lot of fun um you can tell in the podcast that he's really, really, really passionate about it, and that just kind of yeah. makes it uh, fun listening to it as well because you can just you can hear the passion in his voice about the sacraments and and liturgy and the church fathers, and that was a really that was a really cool episode that um, we we kind of went into that thinking, um, or at least I did. Hey, we we do candlelit services at Christmas. What's up with that? And then he teed off the podcast with. I don't know, so hate to uh, don't want to be a disappointment. I couldn't find any answers, but and then the rest of the podcast was just a wealth yeah. of just awesome yeah. information. So, um, I really like that one.
1: Yeah. It's pretty interesting sometimes to be uh not on one of our podcasts and get to just listen sometimes. Yeah. It's uh it's actually kind of fun where you you know, there's uh just uh, you get the excitement of not knowing what all is going into something and you get to listen to the final product. That's, that's kind of exactly. nice Sometimes. So, so
0: well, hey, what's uh? Let's do our favorite question. What are you What are you listening to, reading, watching, and then um, maybe we can kind of give a a look at season three. Um, maybe not necessarily too much information, but just kind of a, what our hope is and what our prayer is as we as we dive into another season. So, Andrew, what are you watching, listening, reading to?
1: Yeah, um, for watching, uh, you know, as you know, I don't watch a lot of TV or or, or movies or anything like that, but. Um, my wife has been getting me somewhat into the Chosen series, which is a—it's basically a walk through Jesus' life, specifically as He's calling His disciples. And it's actually really, really well made. There's been a lot of things that actually cause you to ponder Scripture more. And they're part mm-hmm. of their goal is to point you to Scripture. A lot of the quotes in the in the show are direct Scripture. Um, there's, you know, obviously any retelling of something is artistic in nature, and so there's some creative liberties that have to be told. Even if, even whenever you share the gospel with somebody, there's some degree of, of creativity that's being put into that. So obviously there's some of that as well with a movie or, or a TV show. Uh, but I, it seems to me to be pretty accurate and to be actually pretty inspiring to go back and read the scriptures and see where the, some of this stuff's coming from. So um, I actually would probably give that one a recommend to people if you're looking for something encouraging, if you're looking for something that's going to push you to Scripture to watch, the the Chosen's actually been really good. Um, as far as uh, listening, uh, I I pretty much just listen to podcasts all the time now, and um, my the one I've been like I guess binging lately has been uh, the Bible Project podcast, and uh, I have been just. Really rolling through lots and lots and lots of their stuff. So they've uh, they do a lot of series where they they do their videos on on YouTube, but then they they record like eight to fifteen hours worth of conversation of them preparing those videos and how they get to there. And it's it's really really good. It it's definitely where um, they're they're looking at some of the deeper stuff, the deeper metaphors, deeper themes, uh, design patterns, things like that in scripture. And it's it's kind of opened up my eyes to a, a whole new I guess light that's in especially the Old Testament that I I was not previously aware I was not taught to look for and um just you know even just listening to a few of those has kind of helped me to start see those on my own even so that's a that's a good podcast that I I'd, I'd recommend as far as uh, reading um in in the Bible I've been going through Ezekiel recently and uh, that has been uh something I've been difficult so I've been still trying to figure out what all to do with that uh, some of the, especially I'm at the very end now where they're describing some of the temple and uh, still, still figuring out exactly how to, you know, deal with all of that and, and what, what, to, what to take away from some of that. And then uh, yeah. I've also been recently in Mark and really, really enjoying that. Uh, there's a lot of, again, look, looking for some of those design patterns and some of those um, those themes and things like that to just see how Jesus fulfills so many of those and brings so many of those things out has been really fascinating um outside of the bible i've been reading a book uh that jared who was on the podcast had recommended which is uh, in the way uh by damien uh, gerkey i think it is i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing his last name right but yeah it's uh, it's been good looking at some of the you know issues with the, the the modern church as we know it and uh how to look at discipleship through a different lens so i'm about halfway through that book so i'm um, uh, not not done with it yet, but uh, just finished reading up Evangelism by J. Max Stiles. That one I can recommend, uh, read all the way through, and that's one of the ones that I read through and then kind of fl- wrote page numbers down as I went back, and went back and reread certain pages. So uh, that one was a really good book on creating a culture of evangelism and discipleship within your church. So that's kind of, that's where I've, where I've been at
0: watching, reading, listening
1: to. Uh, how about you?
0: we haven't really been putting it off more than we've just been trying to find time. But Saturday night, Rebecca and I watched the first two episodes of the chosen. I I don't think I was emotionally prepared for it.
1: It'll, it'll pull tears from you for sure.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, the first episode is probably the one that they, pro- that they had or the most liberty. When, when you look at the story of Mary Magdalene and just how little information is known about her. Um, but, Gosh, it just got me, man. Like it's just Mm -hmm. it's so it's so subtle. Um, they they picked the perfect person for Jesus, I feel like. Yeah. Like he just I don't know, he just has this gentleness in his eyes where he just like the moment that I saw him, I was like, Yep, that's Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know. It's a fantastic show. Looking forward to to watching more. Um and, and yeah, I mean, the first thing that I did afterwards was Man, there's a lot I don't know about Mary Magdalene. Let's do a let's do some looking there. And um, oh yeah, Nicodemus. Let's do some looking there. And like it just kind of it all pushes you to scripture mm-hmm. um to kind of see these stories. So I I've been loving that. Um what I am listening to uh from a music side, there's a band called Gable Price and Friends. And I cannot recommend them highly enough. If you if you like um, Young the Giant, or um, maybe even a little Manchester Orchestra thrown in there, uh, like this is your band. Mm-hmm. But what's fantastic about it is lyrically, incredibly theologically sound, incredibly convicting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's 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 worship music, but it's not. Um, I mean it, it's fantastic. It's it's probably my favorite blend of like if i'm not going to listen to necessarily like corporate worship music but want to hear music that's honoring to god and absolutely will wreck you emotionally um it it's been fantastic and their sound is phenomenal um if you know who david funk is he's with bethel um he's their bassist um they they have some fantastic videos on youtube where they've um done live shows or reimagined their songs I, I can't i can't um recommend them enough they're fantastic um they're starting to listen to a little bit of austin stone worship as well since we um they were the they were the worship team that led us in, in musical worship at the gospel coalition um andrew i think you and i have talked about it favorite by far rendition of how deep the father's love for us yeah um so been really been really enjoying that and then from a podcast side. Um, I've I've really been enjoying I, I'm a big just like sermon listener. So I've been listening to um uh Pastor John's sermons on desiring God. Um there's a there's a church in Columbia that I listen to their sermons. Um and then uh from from a reading standpoint, so I, I also I guess I kinda do half and half. What I'm listening to is also what I'm reading because I, I do a lot of audio books. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll put it all in what I'm reading. So we got a decent number of books from the Gospel Coalition. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like four that I'm working on right now, which probably isn't the best thing, but oh well. It's fun. Um, is Before You Lose Your Faith. It's a book that looks at um, kind of the, the wave of deconstruction that we're seeing right now in our culture of people deconstructing the faith and, and being like, ah, well, I don't, you know, this would have always believed in, but I'm going to deconstruct that. And, you know, the dangers of that, but also, um, that book does a good job of giving room for questions Mm -hmm. because of its confidence in the bedrock of our faith. Um, and that's been, that's been really encouraging to see. Uh, they don't necessarily shy away from like, oh, well, here's why you shouldn't ask questions and just be in a blissful, ignorant state. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been really encouraging um i've been slowly chewing through a w tozer's ver- uh book on worship mm-hmm. and then uh, i've also read evangelism thanks for that recommendation have finished in the way which is a great book and then i'm reading a book right now that's super convicting it's called i need to i need to remember the the name of the author before I say it it's called to hell with the hustle um and it's by. Um, do you remember probably? Uh, it's by Jefferson uh, Bethke. Do you remember probably about ten years ago, a video went su- uh, went very viral called "Why I Hate Religion but Love Jesus." Do you remember that? Like it was like a spoken word video. Uh, very vaguely. So it's 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 that guy. He's the author of this book, um, and it's it's written from a Christian perspective. I think you know the the title's there to grab your attention, obviously. A little shocker. Yeah. Um, but, but he really does kind of talk a little bit about how this idea of hustle and bustle is, is kind of just a lie that we've, that we've culturally been sold on. And at first I was like, ah, this is going to be one of those Christians books where it's like, don't work that hard. Um, but it's been incredibly convicting, incredibly challenging. He has a fantastic perspective. Um, if you're, if you're an audiobook listener, it's like four hours long. It is on hoopla. If you're a fan of that. I would highly recommend that book to somebody who just feels like I'm busy. I can't catch my breath. What's going on? I feel like I'm doing a lot of good things, but I'm just exhausted and can't. Uh, it's, it's been really, really good. So um, that's what I've been reading. And then, and then in the Bible, um, we've been, uh, I don't know, I just find myself in the Psalms a lot these days. I find myself reading, reading the Psalms a lot, um, and it's been fantastic. Psalm 119 has really rocked my world recently. Um Psalm 103 and 104, fantastic. So um I, I think it's I think it's cool to see how um you know, just for certain seasons you kind of fall in love with, with certain passages or certain books. And I just I just feel like every time I find myself in a situation um or, or walking along somebody in suffering or walking along somebody in joy, it's just like Psalms is where, where I'm going and it always seems to be mm-hmm. um a good a good word. So um, the word doesn't return without void, and I've I've seen that recently in Psalms. So I've been loving that. Yeah, let me know what you find out with um, Ezekiel, because <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I read through um, I read through you know or listened quickly through Ezekiel as as part of the, to kind of read the Bible as fast as you can thing that we've been doing, and Ezekiel's gnarly man. All the prophets are crazy, um, but it's it's something that we shouldn't avoid. I and mean, I think that's one thing that I learned through it of like, the the prophets were kind of the. The biblical taboo, almost, if you will, of like, well, we'll we acknowledge it exists, but we'll, we won't really dive into it, and we'll just pull that cool part about how Ezekiel had the dry bones come to life, and then just everything else would be like, ah, we don't, you know, so it's been it's been cool to kind of hear all of that, so I'd love to hear your learnings.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's part of the part of my issue is just I have been trying to move quickly through it yeah. and, and kind of make my way all the way through, and uh, I recently learned a Hebrew term that the Bible Project used, uh, or mentioned that... It's called a, a, a dorshini, um, and that is, it's basically when a text or scripture calls out to you of saying, like, hey, study me, and um, so, like, because I've been studying Mark uh, and then just reading through other stuff, and uh, so I think that's kind of where, where I'm at, like, the fact that I've been struggling so much toward, like, especially toward the end of Ezekiel with understanding what's going on, I guess that's a dorshini of where, hey, all right, go ahead and read all the way through it but then you're going to need to come back and study this. So that'll probably be where I'm at. But I did want to give uh, one other watching recommendation that just came to my mind while you were talking, uh, because I feel like, I feel like people love watching stuff and there's really so little out there that I can recommend that people watch. Um, (laughs) There's, there's just, there's so much bad stuff out there and things that are not pure and holy and uplifting. And, but there is a, at least one other thing that Logan, I know you and I have both watched. Um, which is the Live Godspeed documentary. Oh, yes. Uh, documentary. Thank
0: you for remembering that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one is, uh, I guess we've both at least watched it twice now because uh, we watched it together and separate, but it's, uh, it's a documentary. You can find it, uh, I think it's just on its own website. It's like livegodspeed.org maybe.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Yeah, so basically go there. You can watch it for free, uh, but it's it's a short documentary, maybe 30, 45 minutes, somewhere in that range, but it um, it looks at a, a pastor basically goes and he slows down his life to really get to know people and to be known. And that's kind of what the whole thing is about how we don't often know people and aren't often actually known by people because we're moving so fast. Like, I felt like that would pair well with that book that you're reading about the hustle. So, yeah, yeah, um, that'd be one worth, worth going and watching if you're looking for something uh, pure and something that's going to turn you uh, to scripture and turn your eyes on Christ uh, that you wanna watch uh, that would be another another good recommendation,
0: yeah, and I haven't done a deep dive into it, but that website is more than just the the hosting site for the film. I think there's some resources and some books and maybe even some sort of like small group study guides that they have on there um so uh, live godspeed I think is 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 certainly now something bigger than just the film but yeah i um funny story about how I heard about that. Called up a youth pastor that I haven't seen in like 10 years and mm-hmm. was just like, Hey, um, for some reason God kind of put you on my heart to call and we were talking about life and catching up and I was kinda telling him some things. And he's like, Hey, so there's this documentary called Live at Godspeed. I'm gonna tell you nothing about it, but he's just like, just go watch it. And I was like, All right. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I I'm a I'm a pretty big Live Godspeed evangelist. I've been because I I'm with you. It's like this is something that's you know, pretty palatable. It's like thirty-six minutes. And it's like, it's decent. I know, and and people love watching Netflix. I'm like, what you do this week? And i watch Netflix. Sweet. Mm-hmm. So you're into watching things. Um, so I, I will highly recommend that. So uh, it, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Cool.
1: Well, that is, I guess, it for season two then. We will take a break for, I think the plan right now is for two months and that'll put us back July 6th. We'll launch out yep. the first episode of season three. And we'll pick right back up with our Tuesday song episodes, our every other Thursday grace note episodes, hopefully line up some some more great guests on the podcast. Um, in the meantime, you know, uh, if you guys want to reach out to us and, recommend guests or topics or songs, feel free to. We'll we'll still be present on social media and uh, on email, so you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, I think on Twitter now. We have a Twitter that's being run yeah. uh, by one of my brothers, and then uh, you can also reach us on email, which is team at to the dot com. that's T-E-A-M at tothechoirmaster.com. We'd really love to hear from people in this time and uh, get some great suggestions of songs, topics, whatever you guys would like to hear about, whatever would be most helpful. And that will definitely give us some time to really prepare for some of that. Look for uh, experts and guests in the, in those fields and uh, hopefully come back, hit season three strong in July.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're not, I wouldn't call this a sabbatical necessarily. Um, so we're not, we're not going dark. Um, we'll be present on social media. Uh, we'll probably throw out some of our favorite song episodes to go back to listen to on Tuesdays and. Um, and we will like andrew mentioned we will be looking at your suggestions and um and and seeing what what you guys have for us and we'll be recording over that time and um working on some other things so super excited about it yeah, i'm excited for the break um but also already kind of itching to get back in july and 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 be back on the air if you will so thank you for joining us and Hey, if you want to be notified and don't necessarily feel like making a calendar invite all the way for yourself to remember to listen to us on July 6th, just go ahead and subscribe mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to good podcasts. We are there. And uh, so that way you can be notified whenever we, we do come back for season three. Um, and as Andrew mentioned, in the meantime, follow us on social media. Keep up with us. We'll be checking our email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. and um, And... Maybe have maybe have more than we've already had input on um season three from some folks other than us. So um uh, that'll be fun. Shaky breath tear my lungs into won't you flood my world and fill the gaps with you.